I do it in 0.5 because then I don't have to like edit back and forth the video. Yeah. This is um the most low budget podcast you'll ever be on. Yeah. Okay. We do have microphones, so technically we're 30 bucks into this thing. <laughs> 30 bucks for three. And if you count my phone, then you're talking and Stella's phone. Now we're talking like three grand. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Or two. I don't know what you paid for yours. I don't know what I, I don't know. You didn't. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> Welcome back to the Mini Night Mike. The b- <sighs> welcome back to the Mini Mike podcast. We are excited that you're tuning in, whether you're viewing, listening, or on a run right now. I hope that you enjoy the podcast. If you're driving, be sure to listen to it and not watch it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. yep. Yeah. Yes. Don't do that. Uh, today we are joined by our special and esteemed guest, Avery Hills. Esteemed. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We're glad that you're here. Mm-hmm. Me too. My name is Cole. If it's your first time tuning in, my co-host Stella. Yep. We've been running the podcast for approximately six episodes. Yep. Six? Really? Yeah. This but is our sixth episode. Feel like six. Well, we had one that's like ten minutes long, so five and a half. Five, five and a half episodes. Yeah. Okay, that works. And this is our second ever, no, third, third, third ever guest. Wow. Well, yes, yeah. our first ever esteemed guest. Yes. Mm. Like by introduction only yeah how but do you probably feel? by lifestyle <laughs> and career choice as well so we are needing a little bit from you who mm-hmm. are you what are you all about mm-hmm. and like if you met someone on the street and they were like so who are you what are you all about what would you say okay elevator elevator speech right that's what we're looking for okay. but yeah like all you right, can take much. two minutes instead of all right seconds. yeah okay um so i'm avery hills um i am 20 almost 21 a couple weeks um i currently am a barista at starbucks going through school she gets me all the free drinks at starbucks. i do i hook them all up so mm-hmm. with the with good stuff dude yeah. just brought me like <laughs> one drink ever so. starbucks what what you've only ever given me one free drink okay well do you actually get weekly free drinks no but if i'm with kylie she texts yeah me. pretty yeah. much just text me yeah it's great. Yeah, so if you guys want a free drink, just text me. I'm on like a four-day streak me, of visiting okay? Starbucks while you're there and never getting a <laughs> Anyways, cool. anyways, so I work at Starbucks. Um, I'm currently in school. I'm almost done. A couple more months, and then I graduate in May. What school do you go to? ASU, Arizona State University. Mm-hmm. Um, never attended in person a day in my life, but uh, go... I don't even know their mascot. Sun oh, Devils. They look like actually good. Sun Devils. They look yep. like actually good oh, sports. Yeah. They are um i am also a personal trainer i've had my business for two years um started my business because i really liked working out wanted to help people um discover their love for working out and just their love for their bodies so that's why i started it um ex softball player through high school and one semester of college softball it counts Um, it does count it counts we're gonna count it i think at where st cloud state rip Go Huskies. Rip. Yeah, Rip is right. <laughs> Terrible semester, but that's okay. Um, you live and you learn. And you're still here. So And I'm still here. Exactly. We made it through. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> barely, but you have no idea it. what it took to get on this couch today. <laughs> um yeah, been going here since seventh grade. Oldest of Where's here? River of Life mm-hmm. Church since seventh grade. Um, oldest of five. So yeah. Uh, you said what? What's ASU? But for what? Business administration. Do you have a passion for business administration? Not at all. So why? <laughs> um, I am just 
I mean, it's just a business degree. It's just a backup plan. And it probably helps you run your own business, too. A little bit? Sure. Okay. That was the goal. It doesn't help at all. Uh, I have two classes left, and I can say I probably will not use any of it, but that's okay. Yeah. It was free, so. That's true. Sort of. Mm-hmm. It's free. I mean, you really had to grind to get it for free. I mean, you oh, yeah, labor. there's a grind for sure, but it's worth mm-hmm. it. I'm not in debt, so mm-hmm. take it. Yeah. Cool. All right. I am. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Uh, talk about, I want you to talk about how, like, you got into fitness and then, like, why you are passionate about helping others in that area. Yeah, I really liked what you said um, when you said, not to interject over the no, top of you. No. I love the question. Run with that. But when you said, I would like to help people find their love for working out and mm-hmm. love for their bodies. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. That's cool. If you could expound on like that mm-hmm. idea as well, that would be sick. So through high school, I like I said, I was a two-sport athlete, softball and volleyball. Um, but softball was my main passion. Um, junior and senior year, I really realized that if I wanted to go to the next level, I had to start working out and actually mm-hmm. apply myself outside of the softball field. Um, and that's when my love for working out really started, um, just pushing myself in the gym and seeing like my goals change um, and develop. And it kind of become became an unhealthy thing where I was really focused on the aesthetic piece of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and same thing, like going into freshman year of college, you're around a bunch of college athletes who come from a wide variety of workout background and just body types and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was a lot of pressure again with that um, performance wise and working out. And I just realized like I cannot keep working out to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. then I realized like all the social media influencers, everyone that you're getting your um, information from, most of them are secular sources. Um, And everything they're doing, they're talking about is coming from an aesthetic perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I really wanted to change that. And so that's when I started my business was after I came back from my freshman year of college. I opened up my business April of that following year. And I just really wanted to help people change their narrative when it came to fitness. Um, Mm -hmm. And the way that they see themselves, the way that they see health. And working out um, to really, more than anything, just focus on doing it for the glory of God, to have a healthy body so that you can live to the best of your ability, so that you can perform however the Lord wants you to perform and not have um, health hold you back, to not have physical limitations to do what the Mm -hmm. Lord wants you to do. So that's like my big why of starting my business. I love that. Yeah, creating like that healthy environment for yeah. the people that you probably that you wish you had. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, for sure. And especially young girls, like there's so many influences just through social media that I wanted to be a more positive, mm-hmm. um, less secular source for them. Mm-hmm. And if they had questions, if they had um, just insecurities about things, how I could pour into them and give them um, a biblical biblical reference instead of um just pointing to social media in the world yeah that's cool um have you like had opportunities to do that do you feel like yeah for sure because you your business has been like what like 18 months 20 months yeah going on two years in okay. april almost two years in yeah. april same age as my daughter kaylee mm-hmm. and you have had some cool opportunities like beyond like physical therapy for mm-hmm. something or like yeah. here's how you 
yeah. lift or something like yeah, that? Yeah, for sure. I would say the biggest um, like impact that I've been able to have is just building those relationships with athletes that come in that maybe have a performance goal and breaking it down more than just how do we get from point A to point B to get you to that goal um, and really working on their mental health aspect of it. So like you're more than just this goal, you're more than just this sport and pouring sure. into them and just giving them encouragement um, outside of that. And because of that, I've had a lot of opportunities to um, have a relationship with them outside of just personal training um, and be someone that they come to for advice, for comfort, um, when they're going through something. Yeah. Um, so that's been a really cool opportunity to pour into specifically female athletes. Mm -hmm. That's super cool. Mm -hmm. Were you going to say something? You first. Oh, I was going to say, I think like, like when you're an athlete, like it's very easy when like you're passionate about your athleticism or the sport mm -hmm. that you're in. I feel like it's kind of easy to get swept up and like, that's your identity. Mm -hmm. That's who you mm -hmm. are. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really cool that you like are trying to like change it mm -hmm. at, and like it's your passion, but it's mm -hmm. not who you are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, no, I forgot my question. Oh, I had a really good one. Okay. So talk to us about your journey. So like yeah. you kind of like give us the brief overview, but like mm -hmm. obviously um, you said you want to be like what you didn't have, mm -hmm. but like you still ended up like where you are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like how did you how did that happen like how did you go from like comparing yourself to other people um working out maybe for the wrong reasons at times or like the right reasons and the wrong reasons at mm -hmm. the same time um i was actually just having a conversation with someone who i was like like i i love the idea of like self-motivation of like progress picks mm -hmm. but also kind of like why are we putting those on social media sometimes yeah because mm -hmm. like unless you're like that like there's a several like accounts where they'll go like I'm gonna lose 400 pounds in like this year and so follow along on my mm -hmm. journey like mm -hmm. and they're making like reels every day about their lifestyle yeah. choices and stuff and it's not just a picture of them yeah. like shirtless in front of a mirror yeah. mm -hmm. specifically referring to guys mm -hmm. um like where 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 did you like find yourself in that like where did you find Jesus in that where did mm -hmm. you like where was the turning point where you went like okay like this isn't working the way I'm doing it mm -hmm. like I want to be I want to have my identity in Jesus I want to mm -hmm. have my purpose in jesus and mm -hmm. not like in these things yeah um i would say it still isn't like a perfect balance like there's still seasons where i'll catch myself being like well especially now like getting ready for my wedding sure i'm like five months out and i'm like okay i want to look at this certain way so like mm -hmm. changing my mindset so there are definitely seasons where it is um a lot more prevalent than others where i really have to just ground myself um but like i said coming out of freshman year of college um I was kind of lost with that and that's why I started my business and then I just dove right in. Cool. Um, mm -hmm. And I think helping other people work through things helped myself um, as well. But um, I would say when my sister and I did 75 hard last summer, it was really when I realized, okay, this is more than just the aesthetic piece of it. Mm -hmm. Like we would go on 45 minute walks every single day. And we would either do it together and just talk um, about like what the Lord was doing in our lives, just talk about life, whatever. Um, or we would go on prayer rocks. We would go and listen to podcasts. So just like spending that time in nature, mm -hmm. but also like exercising um, was like super big for me to realize like this is more than just like how my body is being changed. It's mm -hmm. how, like how my mind is being transformed through it as well. 
Um, spiritual aspect yeah absolutely so Mm -hmm. like bringing that into it and like asking god to like be in your workouts like i know that Mm -hmm. sounds super weird but i've started doing that lately Mm -hmm. of like okay lord like give me the energy give me the motivation to like push through this workout so i can do it to the best of my ability so i can glorify you through it that's really um and like especially now that i'm like going to ywam i have been thinking wait what you just dropped a bomb yeah yeah we have to explain that now (laughs) so what is why I'm actually so that all first. those things were really good. Yeah. Really like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, especially yeah. part of inviting God into your workout. Yeah. So let's yeah. bookmark that one. But you're going into YWAM. What? So because like you have a business. Yeah. yeah. Well, what is YWAM? And first? you're getting married. So YWAM, YWAM is Youth with a Mission. Uh-huh. Um, and it's an organization um, that prepares young adults specifically, but other people as well um, to go out into the mission field and bring the gospel to the nations. So in January, um, my fiance and I were at Passion, which is the Young Adult Conference, um, and we just really felt like the Lord was calling us into missions, mm-hmm. yeah. um, which was a complete 180 of what our plan was, of what my plan was for my business and all the things. Um, and so the last couple, I guess the last month has just been a really like big transition, big um, turning point for me to just rely on the Lord for it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm definitely one of the, those people that needs like a five-year plan. <laughs> and this was not part of my five-year plan, but it's Me been too, good. Kind of. So um, we, I am going to be done training in April, transition out of that role. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be going to YWAM in September. Um, and we're getting married in July. So we'll have a couple months married, then go to YWAM um, as a married couple. And So you felt like you were going to get engaged prior to your engagement? I mean, I had an idea it was coming soon. Okay, yeah. so, like, God's telling you, like, I want you to go to YWAM. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And then you get engaged, like, in the same week. Yeah. So, at what point did it go, like, God's also telling him to come with me to YWAM? Or, like, we're going to go together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Because, like, the, I feel like I would immediately go, like, wait, should I even say yeah, yes to this? Because yeah. I feel like I just got called to missions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, we, um, the first day of Passion, I really felt like this call for us. And at first, I was kind of like, is this a call for me? Is this a call for us? Like, I didn't really know. Um, and I just like prayed into it and it was just very apparent, like this is for both of us. Um, and so I just, I told Ty, I was like, Hey, this is what I'm feeling. This is what the Lord is putting in my heart. And he was like, okay. And he's a very like internal processor. I'm a very external processor. Mm -hmm. And so he needed some time to think about it rightfully. So, and I didn't know, but two days later he was planning on proposing. So, so he sat on this. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Like, for sure. Like, oh. Yeah. So he's sitting <laughs> with this for two days going into the proposal. Yeah. Um, but thankfully, like we were at Passion, just surrounded like, by the Holy Spirit. It was like, amazing. Yeah. Present, yeah. Yeah. So we had like, um, I mean, we had other people that we went with as well who got to like pray into it and pray with us, which was amazing. Um, and by the end of Passion, last day, Ty proposes. Mm-hmm. And then we got to sit down for dinner, just the two of us. And we were just kind of talking through the conference, talking through the engagement, the calling, everything. Um, and he was like, yeah, I, I think like I'm feeling this too. He wasn't like 100% sure yet. And then he was like, I have something for you back at the Airbnb. And I was like, okay. So we get back and our friends are there and he's like, I need to give this to you. So he hands me a stack of note cards and on the top of them, it has to my future wife and it's like a stack of like 30 note cards 
and it's all like different like (laughs) it's like all different like promises that he like basically like vows like how he wants to treat me through our marriage um and the second one that i flipped to was i promise to follow the lord's calling and do missions with you and he had written these a year ago prior when we were on a break and Mm -hmm. he Literally, like, did not remember it. Just, like, he had backed all of them up oh, with so, like, scripture. He, did, did he, like, even know that no. before you turned it over? No. And, like, hey, look he at had this. no idea. That's crazy. So we, like, <laughs> turned crazy. to it, and I look at it, and I'm like, you're kidding. And he, I was like, when did you write these? And he told me, and we just lost it. Like, we were just crying, yeah. and, like, it was just such a special moment. Yeah. And so I think from, like, that point, he was like, okay. I don't like, to process anymore. Yeah, yeah he was like, I okay, I think this, this is what yeah, we're amazing. supposed to do. So That's super cool. Yeah, and I think we've just had um, lots of clarity with it as we've been praying and um, pressing into it more and just um, people speaking into us that have given us a lot more confidence in it as well, which has been awesome. Yeah, bro. That's awesome. Send it. Mm-hmm. I'm all about it. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. Mm-hmm uh so many things so many thoughts i just like i'm really excited for you guys shout out tyler yeah yep i hope you listen to the whole episode tyler <laughs> like comment and subscribe oh my gosh Say, like literally literally to prove that you listen to it comment right now i listen to it and then i'll oh believe gosh. it all right um no this is important okay super it's gonna be good yep. your testimony is valuable too and i can't wait to have you on the mm-hmm. pod when you're mm-hmm. around um yeah, that'd be we totally will full circle this thing and have Tyler sitting oh, in the yeah. seat. Maybe you can be on it with him, but All right. we'll see. We only have four mini mics right now. Anyways. <laughs> you a fourth one? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I can get more, too. Um, okay, here's my thought that I want to go back to a little bit here. So, hopeless romantic, Stella. Don't worry. There's hope for every romantic. <laughs> um because mm-hmm. i'm sure Avery felt like a hopeless romantic and then someone. all of a sudden the holy spirit showed up and went like look at all the plans i have for you mm-hmm. um so it comes back to my dating life for some reason <laughs> I, had, I didn't say anything about dating i said look at all the plans he has for you mm-hmm. yeah yep. <laughs> um so anyways i think that that is just so cool that he like mm-hmm. showed up through all of the circumstances mm-hmm. and like yeah is still glorified mm-hmm. and, and like good bad ugly relationships are all mm-hmm. the time like I mean, there are those people out there that have, like, this amazing story of, like, um, just, like, purity mm-hmm. and perfect start to finish. We didn't take a break. Like, mm-hmm. all the stuff. Mm-hmm. John Gates is one of them. His story with Kylie on the pod, crazy, our last bro. episode. I don't know if you've listened to it. Mm-hmm. You probably don't listen to the pod because you're just too cool. But um, <laughs> I will after this. Yes, now you have to. Uh, but you <laughs> definitely have to listen to John's episode because yeah. he talked about his relationship with Kylie a little mm, bit. That was and, crazy. And how, like, God lined that up, too. And it's mm-hmm. just really, really cool mm-hmm. um, how God, like, shows up when we're willing to lay it all down in front of him Mm -hmm. but the thing i want to kind of circle back with because i feel like the big audience for this pod specifically like with you uh, we're talking to 6th to 12th graders Mm -hmm. majority i mean there's a few young adults that probably listen a couple parents that Mm -hmm. feel like they need to know what we're saying which is good shout out to your parents feel free to comment i watched this um (laughs) and uh yeah so like circling back to like um even like young high school boys i guess but young Mm -hmm. high school girls junior high like as they start to work out what does it look like when Mm -hmm. you say i invite god into my workouts because honestly that sounds whack Mm -hmm. no it does does. how how is god gonna help me with my deadlift like what what is this gonna look like when i'm running on the treadmill and i need god with me i just don't even know what that means yeah Mm -hmm. 
I definitely had prayed last night though as I was running and felt like I was about to like have my heart explode. <laughs> I'm a little bit out of shape, getting back into the grind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah, the first couple workouts suck. Yeah. I would love to. Start. Um. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. I. I would say just prayer, like literally, starting your workout. I know it sounds weird, but literally starting your workout and just say, Lord, be with me in this moment. Help me to give my best in this workout. Because there's going to be days that you go into your workouts as an athlete, as anyone who's um, trying to just better themselves, that you're not going to want to do it and you're probably going to give half your effort. But the Lord calls us to do everything we do mm-hmm. to glorify him mm-hmm. and to the best of our abilities. Everything. So that working out is included. So just inviting him into that space and just asking him, Lord, give me the energy, give me the motivation to do this for your glory. Um, and then it just takes yourself out of the equation. You're no longer thinking about how much did I lift last week or what is the person next to me lifting or how does this person look doing this? Like, yeah. it's no longer about you. It's literally why I don't go to the gym. Yeah, well, exactly. It's, it's not, intimidating. I've never, like, actually Same. tried to go to the gym for a long period of time. But, like, basically, I walk in and I go, like, I am small. And yeah. Not. <laughs> I, I don't want to be small. here. It's intimidating. Yeah, for There's sure. There's back room where yeah. I can just like stand until yeah. my workout time is over. Yeah. No, I, I feel that. Like, and I, if like I feel that knowing, like I know how to work out and I know the moves, but like I still feel super intimidating, intim- intimidated by other people. You're also intimidated. I'm sure you probably so- are intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So- you know all the moves, bro. <laughs> no. So I'm just saying like it's natural it's normal to feel mm-hmm. that way but yeah. just like taking yourself out of the equation just yeah. being like i'm not doing this to look better i'm doing this because i want to be healthy i'm doing this because i mean if you're a mom a dad grandma grandpa thinking about like doing it for your kids like you want to mm-hmm. be able to run around do things with them but even mm-hmm. as a high school student you want to be able to enjoy your years and not be in pain like mm-hmm. for me that yeah. was a big thing is coming out of high school my knees hurt all the time from catching my shoulder hurt Mm -hmm. all the time from catching i'm like i'm not gonna live the rest of my life with this pain where it's holding me back from playing with my kids and i know that's like futuristic thinking well you have to but but at the same time like i'm not gonna let these things because i didn't take care of it now impact my future with my kids Mm -hmm. or just anyone i guess um so really I guess just taking yourself out of the equation is the biggest takeaway for me. Um, so starting your workout with a prayer. Um, and then when you have those moments where you're like, yep, I can't go any further. And you just want to give up when your workout isn't done. Just asking the Lord, okay, give me the strength to finish this rep, to finish this set, whatever it is, um, to just push through to the end of the workout. Unless you're going to die. I, yes. But also, <laughs> yes, there's that, that other well, yeah, spectrum limit, where like if you if you've been working out for – 14 days in a row like your body also needs rest like Mm -hmm. again the lord calls us to rest and so you can't just push yourself every single day to the max and so also asking the lord like what's a good give me like guidance on how many times i should be working out a week how hard i should push myself give Mm -hmm. me people who are gonna encourage me give me people who are going to give me good advice not just go to the gym and chat with your friend and then okay take a couple selfies and walk out like mm-hmm. that's probably not the best time probably. use of your time definitely not the best <laughs> use of your time um or honoring the lord with your workout either sure. so mm-hmm. um so 
I've been like thinking a lot about this this idea that like our body keeps score, mm-hmm. and in the same way that our body keeps score of like catching like like I was in a car accident, so I actually mm. just started running again because I've been so annoyed. I remember um post car accident, I did start running like last. I think the last recorded run I have is like June or July, mm-hmm. and then I took a break like from there on out for whatever reason. Um, but uh, I remember like when I was in the middle of like running. I was like doing a 5k a day. It was like mm-hmm. nothing, but like, it just felt good mm-hmm. to get out and move. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like all of the symptoms and pain was like almost gone mm-hmm. just from like the fact that I was moving my body mm-hmm. regularly Yeah, and then like drinking more water because oh, I needed sure. to yep. and mm-hmm. like all that stuff. So that's actually why I restarted because mm-hmm. I was like, my body's keeping score of this accident. I want mm-hmm. it to be done. I'm going to like start moving again and watch how like already like i'm two days in and i already feel like mm-hmm. less stiff my, yeah. my thighs hurt really bad right yeah. now but like less stiff <laughs> yeah. in mm-hmm. the aspect of my neck and shoulders and all that stuff mm-hmm. um but like that um and i'm gonna take it a little bit deeper here but like like our body keeps score i've been thinking about this concept that our flesh keeps score mm-hmm. and so the things that we've struggled with are mm-hmm. things that we will be plagued with in the future because mm-hmm. our flesh remembers mm-hmm. our, our subconscious our mind we remember what mm-hmm. it was like mm-hmm. to like you know, like say we were like, let's go crazy. Like say we were like partying all the time. Like mm-hmm. we remember mm-hmm. what Friday night was like. Yeah. And so we feel more tempted to go do Friday night like yeah. we used to. Yeah. yeah. Make sense? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Or like you fill in the blank with your thing. Mm-hmm. So for you, it was like comparison in high school mm-hmm. and with sports and all yeah. that stuff. So what do you say to the kids out there who are like in the thick of that? Mm-hmm. Like, um, when I go to the gym, like I have to wear super tight clothes mm-hmm. because like that helps yeah. the aesthetic of the gym mm-hmm. workout. Or like, I got to make sure I take that picture for, so that they know that I was at the gym mm-hmm. working out or like whatever. Like you know the what insecurity mean? aspect. Yeah. Of yeah it. Like, yeah. like talking yeah. to that, a little, like, like, mm-hmm. how do you overcome that? Where's the yeah. out? Like there's, yeah. there's hope for it, obviously. And like, mm-hmm. it, I think my, my thing is like, I just like want people to know that like, um, like it's not necessarily fulfilling to like, mm-hmm. to, for that to be your motivation mm-hmm. or your vibe. Yep. Like. Mm-hmm. If, if instead your motivation and vibe is like that, like, mm-hmm. I want to give my best to the Lord. Mm-hmm. I want to, like, give my body to the Lord and be mm-hmm. able to, like, be here for the people I care about in the future. Yeah. And show up and, like, we're doing a three, three and three basketball right. tournament. Like, I want to be able to be 40 and participate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I, like, took, taking care of my body or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Does that sure. make sense? I'm yeah. saying too many words. Yeah. I feel like there is a lot of, sorry, Clayton. No, you. you're good. I feel like there is, like, a lot of insecurities around mm-hmm. working out. Either you start working out because of your like you feel insecure about a part mm-hmm. of your body then like if you do start working out because your body changes then like you either want to like continue to pursue mm-hmm. that change or you're like i feel weird with this change yeah, yeah. yeah so i feel like just like battling mm-hmm. those insecurities about it yeah mm-hmm. um i would say the biggest thing for me was like going into the gym like you said and wearing the clothes that everyone else is wearing mm-hmm. so whether it's a sports bra and biker shorts or whatever it is mm-hmm. for the individual person Mm -hmm. but something that you're like okay i think this is what i should be wearing that i think this is what other people want to see me wearing and changing that and being like okay what am i going to be comfortable in Mm -hmm. and what is honoring the lord like if you're going to the gym and you want someone to look at you probably not going to be honoring to the lord so just keeping that in mind and i'm not saying that you can't wear that and have the right mindset yeah. But for me personally, I couldn't go to the gym and wear that and have the right mindset. Sure. And I feel mm-hmm. like that is probably the majority of people. Well, yeah. And I mean, like, even if even if your mindset, like, initially, like, you put that on, you walk into the gym and, like, you weren't even thinking about it, yep. but, but you walked in and you do the workout and you're like, oh, wait, like, at one point I was uncomfortable. Yep. Well, okay. Well, there you go. Right. Right. Maybe that yeah. was uncomfortable. Right. So, right. Like, uh-huh. Maybe you're supposed to. Yep. 
do something different, like yep. like act mm-hmm. on that inclination yep. versus like getting comfortable yeah, with something that you were initially uncomfortable with. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. desensitizing yourself. You don't exactly. want to yeah, yeah, yeah. get comfortable with something that was isn't honoring to the Lord and that was uncomfortable at first place. Yeah, mm-hmm. for so the good. wrong reasons. Yeah. Yes. Um, Say more. Yeah. I just think also when you go to the gym and you're doing it for other people, it also is so unsatisfying because... Mm-hmm you're not going to hear their opinion of you. Mm -hmm. You go and they might be looking, they might see you working out, they might see the selfie that you posted, but the likelihood that they actually say something to you and actually like fill that need that you're wanting to be filled, Mm -hmm. very slim. So there's no, there's no fulfillment. There's no purpose in doing that. Mm -hmm. But if you go mm -hmm. in with the intention of, I just want to get a good workout in. So I feel good after. So I'm honoring the Lord. And then you come out and you're like, I worked really hard at that. Mm-hmm. Might not have been as good as the workout last week, but I still put my best foot forward. Yeah. That's going to be fulfilling. Yeah. And you yeah. know that you did it for the right reasons. You know that you are better, bettering yourself, not just to make your body look better. That's yeah. good. But, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and I th- like, I also don't want to seem like I have it all figured out because there are days that I'll wear something and I'm like, Yep, I really don't like how I look in that. And so well, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, an, it's a never-ending battle. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you just have to call the Lord into it every single day. Yeah, yeah like just like, said, I mean, I, my heart is on my sleeve. Like, I am uh, 5'10", like 190 plus. <laughs> and like, I'll put on a t-shirt sometimes and it, just like a large t-shirt, mm-hmm. I'll go like, oh, like mm-hmm. now I don't want to wear that. Mm-hmm. Or now I'm going to wear a jacket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So mm-hmm. like, uh, I feel like that is not something you ever get away from. Mm-hmm. And like, even if like, and this is the thing that's just dangerous, like with, um, I think like working out in bodybuilding in general, is like, if you start to get comfortable with like, oh, like I like the way I look in this, then yeah. you start to crave that mm-hmm. more and, like, than like people's attention. Yeah. You yeah. Start, yeah. Oh yeah. To be yeah. like, oh, For I need sure. to like size down. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to size down because it makes it look tighter yeah, or yeah, like yeah. Mm-hmm. bigger or like, I like sure. what they said about my, my biceps or For my sure. chest or whatever. Yep. Um, and so it's like definitely slippery yeah, in general oh, for sure and so i think that that's that's really like what you're trying to hit home and i just want to encourage like any guys that are listening because mm-hmm. um guys typically wear gym shorts and like a, a t-shirt i guess you could wear like the like the cut tanks are like mm-hmm. definitely something to consider like being like a little bit more showy than probably mm-hmm. needs to be like the compression yeah things. or even like like full-on compression shirts or whatever mm-hmm. like I get like some of it like serves a purpose and a value, but like mm-hmm. serve a purpose and a value with the football team and not a plan of fitness. Yeah. Like yeah. where all yeah, of the girls sure. are as well. Yep. You know what I mean? Like yep. I just think in some aspects, like where, why are we prioritizing this so much? Yeah. And then to get to the place that on my soapbox right now, that it also like, like is offensive. Like mm-hmm. some of the things that we're saying, mm-hmm. cause like, you know that, sorry for if this is you, but like, I know that there are people that will listen to like what you just said about biker shorts and, and um tank tops or whatever Mm -hmm. like crop tops whatever Mm -hmm. and are going to go like oh that's offensive Mm -hmm. like why why are you judging like what i'm wearing Mm -hmm. like guys shouldn't look at me like that yeah absolutely they should not like don't give them opportunity to either but it's your heart posture (laughs) like you know what i mean like yeah it's a heart posture from both people it's not just you yep um Mm -hmm. and then i think but there are guys too that like check out and go like oh it's not my problem so i'm not gonna deal with it but Mm -hmm. i actually am realizing um maybe the older that i get or the more i'm maybe it's something newer i don't really know but like like tighter clothes for guys is actually like probably a little bit more newer to the workout scene i would think Mm -hmm. because i remember it just used to be like super baggy sweats and like a t-shirt yeah yeah. a gym shirt or whatever right um 
And so, like, I think that there is that aspect, too. Or, like, mm-hmm. this is not just, like, a, sure. a man-woman or, like, a woman issue yes. anymore. Yeah. This no, is I also, agree. like, a guy thing. Like, yep. we could be really intentional. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we can we can really think about why we're posting that progress mm-hmm. Yeah. to and my I, guy friends out there. Yeah. And but. I think, like you said, it's your heart posture with everything mm-hmm. you do. Oh, like, yeah. It's yeah. your intention going forward when you walk into that gym. Why are you wearing the clothes that you're wearing? That's yeah. what it boils mm-hmm. down to. What is the purpose of this? What are you trying to get out of it? Um. And not to call anyone out. Like, that's that's your own conviction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's where you, you need to have that time. conversation like, with the Lord of what what do you feel like is appropriate for me to wear? Like, literally yeah. asking him that. I know it sounds yeah. weird, but, like, literally having that open conversation of, like, is this going to also make people stumble? Like, you don't want to be making mm-hmm. guys think things. And, again, it's there thoughts too Both yeah sides. but also mm-hmm. you can't but we, we were designed we, to live in community exactly so, like, you can't just like blame well. them <laughs> you can't blame them for looking at you a certain way mm-hmm. yeah um and so it just goes both ways goes back to your heart posture your intention with mm-hmm. everything yeah. you do yeah we could rant on it for too long probably. yeah yeah and there's not a right answer <laughs> like either no, like at the end at of the day there's not a right answer it is like it is your own personal conviction like yep. god's got to work on it with you yeah but yep. i just want to just want to encourage guys and girls like like, let's think about it yep. and not just mm-hmm. let it be, like, defined by culture. Because yep. at the end of the day, if we're letting just all of this stuff get defined by culture, dude, we're just going to run into the swampy mm-hmm. pit of despair. Mm-hmm. The smog of despair for my Pilgrim's <laughs> Progress friends. Pilgrim's why what? I thought it. Pilgrim's Progress, have you ever read it? It used to be required reading. Nope. And then it got taken out. I thought you were talking about the, that's the swamp from The Princess Bride. <laughs> no what is no. that Pilgrim, that's like... pilgrim's progress is like a book about uh a guy's salvation journey and like the, one of the first oh. things that he hmm. he goes through in his salvation journey is the smog of despair where oh, like hmm. um and then there's like other places that he like goes that like represents circumstances that we mm-hmm. have in like interesting he's making his way to the celestial city hmm. interesting aka heaven huh. i don't know it's it was a good read when i was a yeah. little kid anyway <laughs> anyways um okay so i just had the thought as we were talking about all this like stuff like body image and like mm-hmm. what we wear all this mm-hmm. stuff so what happens when you go to ywam mm-hmm. and you have all these classes you gotta take worship and stuff you're probably gonna get to work out very much like does that become like challenging then like to lose progress because right now you have a workout Ooh, schedule a mm-hmm. you have a routine yeah and then you're gonna break your routine because you're gonna be in a new mm-hmm. place new people new food mm-hmm. like new vibes and i mean yeah you could probably work out but like mm-hmm. not the way you are yeah. yeah i would assume right yeah so does that become difficult like where how do how does that work with your brain yeah being like that you're so into fitness yeah and like how does that work in the aspect of like um because i feel like similar to like even like reading our bible every day or something mm-hmm. if we're super into working out and we've created a routine about mm-hmm. it we start to feel shame when we stop working yeah out. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah right for sure um, I feel like that definitely used to be more my mentality. Like if I missed a workout, like very shameful mm-hmm. about it. Um, but I feel like in this season that I'm very busy, it's definitely become one of those things where like if I'm prioritizing it over spending time with the Lord or yeah. spending time with my family or actually getting my schoolwork done when I need to get it done or just different things that should be above working out. Like idolizing um, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Making it um an idol i think that's when i was like okay i need to take a step back um and just get it in when i can mm-hmm. and like scheduling my time so that i do have time for it is super important for me um yeah. that's cool but yeah definitely mm-hmm. going into ywam 
thankfully, um, Kona does have a really cool program called Respect the Corners, and they do CrossFit-based workouts mm. with all of their um, their groups that are there. Oh, cool. So That's I will cool. have the opportunity to work out a lot there, which I'm super excited about. Yeah. Do you um, do CrossFit? I never have, but I'm really excited to get into yeah. it. I've always wanted to. Isn't that like the one that everyone makes fun of? Yeah, CrossFit yeah. gets yeah, a bad like rap. The, the really yeah. like... Uh, like gym rat CrossFit yeah. Guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, for uh-huh. sure. Because the workouts are like American Ninja Warrior. They're yeah. insane. Steroids. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I would say the YWAM version of it is definitely a lot. Oh, you'll be less. Like it's like dialed sure. down. Because yeah. some people will be doing it for the first time. Exactly. Like, don't ever work out. Exactly. Or... So um, I'm excited for that. Um, but obviously, it will definitely be a different routine. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not working out as much as I can, eating different foods that probably wouldn't eat here like that kind of stuff um so the whole losing progress thing um I think the biggest thing for me in just different seasons that this has happened um just remembering like you're not gonna lose all the progress you have in a week Mm -hmm. like it's not just gonna go away like your first workout back might suck and it might feel like holy crap I have lost everything but at your recovery time your um your ability to not be a sore after a workout definitely is not as bad as when you actually first started working out yeah so just remembering that kind of taking a step back and being like okay it's not as bad as it seems um and also just not being wrapped up in yeah i might not have as much muscle as i used to have or Mm -hmm. be in as great of shape as i used to be in yeah um and i just think moving into different seasons of my life um having a baby just different things like that like oh yeah my body isn't always going to be the same even just aging like oh yeah your body mm-hmm. changes so much as you get older like i've already seen it just from like when i was 16 to now i'm like mm-hmm. what the heck it's so different yeah and like i might be working out the exact same eating the exact same thing but, your but it doesn't matter because you, you have you hormones just like yeah stuff. like yeah, literally just, everything right. so yeah. you can't like have a kid it's crazy yeah you can't <laughs> expect to like your body to stay the exact same Mm -hmm. even if you are putting in the same thing so i think just like thinking of the bigger picture rather than just like right now yeah i think at the end of the day like it what we just keep basically saying but not really saying is like uh, the your body image doesn't matter yeah oh Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely at all like it matters in the sense that like it's important that you're confident in who god created you to be yeah but like uh it pales in comparison to the purpose he has for you yeah yeah and If you are living for your image and not mm-hmm. for the purpose he has for you, then you're yeah. doing your own. It's mm-hmm. like all about bringing God back into your priorities and like yeah. what, yep. bra- yeah. prioritizing. So yeah, over absolutely. That. Like I never want working out to be a bigger priority than my purpose. Like yeah. it's just mm-hmm. never. No, that's really and, good. And it has been. Like I can honestly say that like it has been over what the Lord is calling me to do yeah. in the past. Yeah. And it's just taking some humility and like getting your heart back in the right place and mm-hmm. getting intentional with the word again where mm-hmm. then you realize okay i gotta figure this out and get my priorities um in the right place yeah, yeah. um okay let's not talk about fitness anymore for this oh. year, <laughs> unless you had a fitness question no okay i just want to so I, many but no. we have a few more questions and then we got to like work towards wrap up sorry 320 so um what are you most excited for um with ywam yeah mm-hmm. like what's gonna what, what's what's your like yes um i think just going from a season of well actually my entire life has been busy like i literally feel like just like playing sports in high school i was always working and then since graduating 
yeah, since graduating high school, I've just been busy. That's just how I am. That's kind of how I'm wired. It's how my family is. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think going into YWAM, it's definitely more about just being Mm -hmm. and really experiencing the presence of God and Mm -hmm. just, I mean, you don't have a job. You literally are just encountering the Holy Spirit and like like, fun too. Yeah. Like getting to worship him in a whole new way, being surrounded by people who that's their whole purpose and mission is being there, worshiping the Lord for six months. Like that's what I'm most excited about. Just like being in that environment putting your life on pause yeah just so, yeah yeah and except for being a newlywed yeah right, that yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, i'm definitely like that'll be interesting but it'll it'll be fun i'm also really excited to start our marriage yeah. that way oh, yeah. like it'll be, be so amazing. cool to just like pour into each other so much yeah. in the first six months of our marriage and going from long distance for the last three years mm-hmm. to being literally just us no jobs no like it's literally really anything like it's gonna it, be yeah. i'm yeah. super super excited for just that time yeah to pour into each other it'd be so cool to find um totally not for the podcast but it's so cool to find like someone who uh has done it like you mm-hmm. and like hear like their experience yeah like what really worked cool. what didn't work yeah. hard um save that one for later yeah mm-hmm. um do you have a thought i was just gonna you're say like to say something um so, like, that's what you're excited for. What's mean that you're not excited for? Like, oh, yeah. what, dreading. What is one of your fears? You're, like, dreading. Mine would just be going to Hawaii because it's full uh, of... No, but, like, it's hot down there. There's animals. It's Kona, Hawaii. It's freaking gorgeous. It's 80 <laughs> yeah, degrees and sunny I'm definitely not afraid about going to Hawaii. They have no poisonous animals yeah. and no mosquitoes. There's oh, nothing scary about they don't have poisonous it. animals? Not in the Hawaiian Islands, no. I mean, like, there's... Yeah, there's hogs. Not really. There's hogs. Yeah. Um, there ain't much, bro. Dude. Just chickens. Yeah, that's great that's so true uh i would say i'm definitely like not worried about anything during our three months in hawaii mm-hmm. i would say after wherever we get like sent for outreach yeah. that mm-hmm. part is a little nerve-wracking for me um just not knowing what you're gonna encounter literally not knowing anything about the experience that yeah, you're you gonna just have really trusting god no there. no you literally mm-hmm. just here you go god and just go with it and yeah know that you're gonna encounter him in amazing ways but so you have cool. no idea what that's gonna mm-hmm. look like so and that's yeah. hard for me because i'm such like a type a planner like i want to know what's gonna happen and i want to know all the things so yeah what a stretch that definitely yes you are becoming plato in god's yeah. hands mm-hmm. oh yeah is, <laughs> definitely is there any like like specific mission field like going to like even like a people group or something mm-hmm. yeah like like poor countries or like yeah like just bringing like just being an evangelist or like yeah saving people from trafficking yeah because there are specific areas that like you feel like you'd want to go in or are passionate about yeah so when we started praying into like what organization we wanted to go through all that kind of stuff YWAM was totally put on our hearts and then um sex trafficking victims mm-hmm. and orphans were also put on mm-hmm. both of our hearts um and I have always it just felt called to sex trafficking victims yeah but always felt very insignificant like how do i even start it's a like, big thing how in the yeah. world do i even help um but we actually got to listen to christine kane speak at passion mm-hmm. and she has an organization called a21 yeah that um rescues victims mm-hmm. and um so just that the fact that we got to hear her speak on that yeah and it really just like awoke something in me like okay yeah, like this that. is like, I feel like this is what we're um, supposed to do. Um, and so I'm really excited for YWAM to just feel empowered 
to be able to like step out and know how to preach the gospel yeah um and know how to evangelize because i don't feel like i really know how to do that well yeah Mm -hmm. um so just to have the resources and then to come back and be like okay now now that we feel equipped now that we feel ready what do you want us to do because i feel like from there on like Mm-hmm. It's just wide open. Yeah. That's for really us cool. to do. But yeah, I would say sex trafficking so, is definitely yeah, a number one really for us. Cool. I love that. I love that. But like you're saying, so right after YWAM, like you will start your business and live in Elk River again. No. Okay. Um, we have no intention of, um, like like really settling down right like away, planning. like out of YWAM. Mm-hmm. Like okay. we are really open to like whatever the Lord calls so us like to. So like maybe even going go for like a longer DTS with yeah. YWAM again yeah. or. Like We're really open the ground running. to whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether it's YWAM, whether it's a completely different organization that has long-term missions. Um, we've looked into a couple of other places, um, but we're really just taking it like one chunk at a time and just really yeah. pressing into what the Lord wants us to do and yeah. where he wants us to go. Um, like I would love our, yeah. I would love it if some of our listeners could like, Obviously, we're going to pray for you guys like when you do your thing. Mm-hmm. And we'll probably have you and Tyler on the pod before you go. But yeah. And then mm-hmm. when you get back, too, it would be so cool. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, part I guess two, you're never coming three. back, but maybe we'll for a be week back. or two. We'll be back. My family's here, so yeah. hopefully we'll be back. Hopefully. <laughs> um, what would you Do you guys like need to raise support at all? We will, yeah. So you have a way that we can. Yeah, we will eventually. You don't have it yet? No, not yet. Okay, so when you're back on the pod, we'll have a yep. way that we could financially support you guys, too. Yep. And then perfectly support you and yes, all the things. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah. Anyone else who's going to YWAM too Mm -hmm. that's listening to the pod, we'll we'll pray for you. We'll donate. We always pray for our friends. Well, I always (laughs) pray for our friends, but like specifically Mm -hmm. for that, you know? Yeah. It's been really cool. I think like probably the coolest thing and I love that I have absolutely nothing to do with it because I've never done YWAM or like long-term missions, but I love that so many people from our church right now are just like mm-hmm. jumping into this. Me mm-hmm. too. Like, yeah. I want to interview Elliot. Let's go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Here's some Elliot stories. Yeah. She's in YWAM right now, or not? Not right now. She's in Kenya. Well, yep. she's with YWAM in Kenya. Yeah. Right. She mm-hmm. was at Kona. Went to Kenya. Yeah, I yeah. think it's experienced some wild things. I bet. Yeah. I like growing up in this church and going to youth group. Like I yeah. never saw anyone go down a different route of like. You graduate, you go to college, you graduate from college, you get a job. Okay. Like just the typical American dream of doing it, going to college. I don't know. That's just (laughs) what it is. Like, Like, you're right. Like that is not our generation. Like we're definitely branching out entrepreneurship and all the things. Um, And I will not work for 3M. (laughs) So I think it's like really cool to see now this generation, like just stepping out in faith. And just yeah. like trusting that the Lord's gonna provide in whatever way you go about, yeah, your years after high school. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Want to do a fun segment before you have to go? Okay. Uh, we call this segment a bone to pick, and since you've never listened to the podcast, you wouldn't know. <laughs> but if you're really ever invited out. on a podcast oh, again, okay. or anyone who gets to be on the podcast, I just encourage you to listen to some episodes so you know the flow. <laughs> and come with a bone to pick. Come with a bone to pick. So bone to pick is just something like I've done the Starbucks drive-through. Uh-huh. In Elk River specifically, as okay. a bone to pick. I have a bone to pick with the idiots who designed that thing. Yeah. Because yeah. It's why bad. the heck would yep. you do that? Yep. Yeah, you work there, so you know. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. You know for real. Uh-huh. Um Stella did I... trucks one time. 
Yeah, I she just, just don't have like an issue. I have an issue. Uh, with that's them. interesting. Uh, I will say I did drive my dad's truck in the Starbucks drive-through, and I didn't hit anything. Wow, it's kind of impressive. I rode in your dad's truck the other day. Um, <laughs> it, that's not weird. He like took me and my wife out to dinner yeah. with his wife. Yeah. So it was a double date, and he picked us up. And it's spacious. That is a large truck. Very nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I did. We were getting our ears pierced. Me and some of our friends, we spontaneously got our ears pierced. I didn't want to call them to ask because I knew that they were with you. And I was like, I feel weird doing that. <laughs> Calling, I don't know. <laughs> I feel weird being like, hey, can I get my ears pierced spontaneously? <laughs> have my friends pierce my ears when they're with my youth pastors. I feel like that's... Why is that weird? She thought you were going to judge her or something. Yeah, I was like. So I'll just see it on Sunday and then yep. judge her. Let's yeah, exactly. But, but did you notice? I, I no. noticed them showing people. So yes. Oh. Showing people. But they, she like literally is wearing her hair over right now, so you can't even tell. I know that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Like you, you wouldn't have known if you didn't see her showing yeah. people. Rob's not. No. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so, do you have a bone to pick? Anybody? We gotta go. I did think about this. Mine is the Duncan's Reward Star System. It's stupid. I have no idea I've how it works. Never you, used like, it. Lose your points if you don't like Starbucks. Is oh, the McDonald's same way. does that too. Everyone does it. No, it's like a weird system and it doesn't make any sense. I don't like it. I have a bone to pick with reward systems that when there's a reward and you have to actually press redeem. And so when you order, it doesn't actually get applied. Yeah, that's what Duncan does. redeem it. So I went, got Chipotle and it's like 500 stars for doing a mobile order. And I didn't see it till after I ordered. So I didn't get the points. Duncan's reward system is stupid. And I think yeah. they get, you get yeah. less. They didn't have to give you the points, so good for them. But they should. <laughs> no, yeah, Because no. I still did It's it. definitely, like, kind of fake. And yeah. I guess. Yeah, I hate yeah. Duncan Rule. It's just, um, I do have 950 starts at Starbucks. Good so Lord. <laughs> that's insane. I, <laughs> that's so bad. I that's lost, really bad. I don't I think you can. You can you lose your gold status? Because um, I went gold at one point, and then I stopped. Did you, like, delete it or something? I don't know. No, I think I still I still have the account, so maybe I still have gold status. I'm not sure. I don't know. They kind of like they they liked the idea of gold status, and then they don't, don't really even is. talk about it anymore. I don't. Either. So back in 2016, they did gold oh. status, and oh. that meant that <laughs> that's why it was a bit ago. Yeah, when you were a small child. Yeah, I'm not. It that was much 2016. Seven years ago. It was all frappuccino. Yeah, I was 13. Seven to 10 I didn't years go to ago. Yeah, so they did 13. this. They did this gold status, and basically, if you got a thousand stars in a year or something, you got oh, gold. Easy. And then you had to get a thousand every year in order to maintain it, or something like that. Um, but it meant that you got free refills on their oh. black coffee in-house if you stayed and then all of their their like teas and some so of, any some members of, like, can get that now too. any but, member can get that now oh you don't have to be so gold they, status gold they just status. took away the gold status okay oh. anyways um i just want to do a quick shout out to our sponsor panera bread sip club because it's better than all of the other reward systems not if it kills you it doesn't, it doesn't kill you i don't drink those <laughs> I, don't think I had one of those the other day, actually. They're actually not bad for like, you. You just like don't get a large, yeah, and you don't, don't drink more than one. And the first, yeah, yeah the first girl large, had a heart condition, one. and the second person a second drank them three, like three in a row. So they the first person had a heart condition. The second one yeah, drank well, three you in can't row. actually get them now without going to the counter because they're like no. gatekeeping them. So yeah, I'm smart. sure that you don't get refills. Anyways, I think they lowered the count. I uh, don't. I just really like that. I've saved four hundred dollars already, and I've four hundred dollars. That's what it says. It gives you an email, like it updates you when you hit another hundred dollar mark. So wow, it I I got it on a promo, so it was only a hundred dollars for the year. Mm-hmm. Started in October, and by February, I've already saved four hundred. Wow, because every drink is like three fifty. Yeah, it's expensive. And so I just wow. go and get a large coffee, and then like yeah, that, and I don't have to make it at home. Yeah, because if I'm gonna make coffee at home, I make espresso. I just really don't like. 
I've never had their coffee. Their light roast is decent. It's like not flavored and pretty chill. I don't trust it. Their hazelnut roast literally Ooh. smells like it, it's it so tastes bad. like it's like Panera smells when you walk in. It's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's so bad. It's I can't bad. do it. I don't Sorry. trust other coffee places other than Starbucks. I feel nice. like I'm a Starbucks snob now. Oh yeah, but you <laughs> like, should get dig into the dark parts of Starbucks and you won't want to drink it anymore. No, 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 no. Trust me, I'm aware of the dark parts. Oh, you don't and care? No, I do. That's why the I new, want to be done. That new um Hey, whatever that new cold foam that they have, the golden Oliato? golden foam oliato. Okay, it means so. Let's talk I about know. the prices. Yeah, it's yes. yes. infused with olive oil, yep. right? My oliato means with... infused with olive oil. Oh, that's weird. So the golden foam is literally our vanilla sweet cream cold foam with one pump of olive oil. That's so weird. Uh, yeah, that sounds really good. But it's two dollars to put on a drink. Good lord. Yeah, no. So it's eight dollars for a grande. Yeah, for that. Yeah. And so let's just talk about the <gasps> fact that McDonald's doesn't even do dollar sodas anymore. No, they and don't. And Starbucks drinks are now as much as my Chipotle was when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Oh. And Chipotle actually hasn't gotten that much. No, expensive. it actually, I went and got it the other and day. Been nine bucks. Much. Yeah, that's I pretty good. I was like, good. how is this possible? So this Starbucks is still a really trashy organization for stealing so much money from the There's a lot of other reasons that they are trashy other than their prices. But yeah. yes, we don't need to But we work that. for them for their free education. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. All right. Well, anything else you guys want? to say to wrap it up um is the matcha with aliado cold from the ground it's amazing okay. add some brown sugar some mm-hmm. pistachio uh little brown sugar flakes on there it's amazing. Okay, i'm coming you when you work hit me up i'll be here day. wednesday yeah. all right all right i'll be here tomorrow too and you'll i won't be here sunday um text me on a sunday morning and i'll bring you something it's not helpful you're not gonna be here well, not this Sunday, but the next Sunday. Anything else I'll you want here. to say on the pod before we dip out for our <laughs> listeners and no, plan our No, but I'm really excited lives. that you're on because that was really good. And I felt we were very unprepared, and I feel like it Don't went Don't say that well. to the listeners. We were so prepared. They we were supposed to be they transparent. It's fine. Well, I thought you said we were supposed to be transparent with yeah. our listeners. You know what? I want to let you know that transparency is the currency for Gen Z. Yeah. It is the Quote relational book. currency. Hmm. I think that if you're transparent with someone, you build ethos points so fast that you ethos. like. Wow, he's really throwing it's up these crazy. words. Crazy. Yeah, I love you just transparency. Read a book? Huh? Nothing. I'm um, working on my book. You're writing a book? I'm conceptualizing ideas for a book. <laughs> <laughs> That's real far from writing one, no, but, but I like I, it. I, I am actually like, uh-huh. I, I have a dream. To, I have a dream. Some of Luther King Jr. I have a dream. Name that movie. Tangle. <laughs> yeah. I have a dream. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, Anyways. no, I would love to write a book someday, but this is not my podcast. It's, it's I would hate it's to their write podcast, a book. and we're terrible. hosting it to have you on. So, anything else you want to say before we dip out? Because this has become the most Minnesota goodbye ever. <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, guys. It's been fun. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're here. Can't wait to have you back with Tyler. Make sure you comment. Yeah. I watch this. And we will <laughs> totally catch you on the other side. Bye. Uh-huh. See ya. Wow. That was long.